0: Regular coffee shop conversations followers know that every once in a while we like to bring in one of the folks who help bring you OMN. Today photographer Anthony Pidgeon is in the Artichoke Cafe with me. Performance photos are a major part of OMN's coverage of Oregon's music makers. We have several excellent photographers who brave fo- the photo pits to capture unforgettable moments in music. Not long ago, Anthony had 8 8 photo galleries from this month's picathon. That's a lot. Let's meet Anthony Pidgeon. Well, hi there. I've met you before. Hey there. <laughs> but uh, welcome to the Artichoke Music Cafe. Thank you. You know, it's, uh... You know, I it, I like to have some of Oregon Music News people on time to time just to hear what they have to say and get them to talk about their work. And, uh... And you're a star.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I hang around with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've you've been you've been te- you've been shooting pictures for us for what, but almost ten years? Is it something like that? Pretty close to that, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, and it, for uh, regular uh, um, breeders of Oregon Music News or watchers or whatever they're called. Um, uh, Anthony had a mammoth spread. How many was it? Four, six, photo galleries. Oh, seven, eight. Picathon, yeah, from Picathon. Several. They were spectacular. Several. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's, man,
1: that's a great festival. It's always yeah. fun to cover that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, what was your favorite to shoot? um I liked Witch a lot. Oh yeah, and yeah, Witchland Four.
1: Oh, uh, we intend to cause havoc. they <laughs> uh Zamrock, Zambian rock band, and mm. they—they're pretty legendary. I hadn't heard about them until I did a little research. I always try to research yeah. artists if I don't know them, yeah. and they—they were huge there. Yeah, um, I guess they get back together recently, and uh-huh. um, they were really. Fun, enjoyable show. Lee yes. Fields was amazing too.
0: I love Lee Fields, man. I did an interview with him about about two two three years ago. Yeah, it was just before the pandemic hit. Uh huh. Like the week before, something like that. Uh huh. And he was he was great, and it was great to talk to.
1: He just keeps getting better with years. Yeah. I think I think his show pickathon is probably the best one I've seen of him so far. He was just wow. He
0: was on it. Yeah, sounded great. Yeah. They used to call him Little James Brown. Yeah, I think
1: he was a James Brown impersonator at one point. Kind of. Kind of.
0: Not, not so much overtly, okay. But he was yes. Right. Yeah, that's he's, why they called him Little James Brown.
1: <laughs> he's got the moves. He's got the sound. Yeah.
0: yeah, and he's old now too, which is great. Yeah, and he's still in, and st- still hot, as hot as ever. He is. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was wonderful to talk to. Really, really, really good, good guy. Bet he was. I bet he's got some stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, what, what was it about Lee Fields that that made him that Made, made, the, made the pictures what made the photography good
1: um he's just he's got the moves he's got the stage presence yeah. lighting was great uh-huh. um, he sounded great and he kind of had the crowd in the palm of his hand and mm-hmm. like the combination of all those things it's it's mm-hmm. the pictures are just there kind of waiting you mm-hmm. know if you if you can see him.
0: Mm-hmm. we had a writer about t- 12 years ago who had this thing for Lee Fields. I mean, she just had this thing, and she wrote this great piece on him. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's, yeah, he's a it's great, great guy. To,
0: well, it's, it's, you know, it's great that he survived the pandemic and is still out there and kicking ass. Yeah,
1: and still just like energy-wise and yeah. the presence, he's, he's still got it. He's been doing it for so long, he could yeah. probably do it in his sleep, which which I love the fact that when people can do thing in their things in their sleep, yeah. and they still are very present for it Mm -hmm. you know i love that he's he's still bringing it
0: when you when you go out to to um uh to shoot like the the zambian band orley fields or anything Mm -hmm. um when you get there what's the first thing you do
1: um i try to get a feel for the stage setup Mm -hmm. um you know what side of the stage are they going to be on what's the lighting like Mm -hmm. um what's the shooting situation is there a pit Mm -hmm. um Just try to size things up a little bit for gear because you don't want to be messing around with gear too much while they're performing, so I try to get that all um, sorted out beforehand.
0: How many cameras do you take? Um, Two, Mm
1: -hmm. Um, yeah, usually um, one with kind of a a wider zoom, one with a little bit more of a telephoto, Um, Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. yeah. Was it always that way or did you used to take more cameras? Um
1: not really yeah? I, i've been I've been playing around with the video a little bit um, mm-hmm. too so sometimes I've got a third one um I haven't really gotten into the editing video yet but just mm-hmm. um, shooting it but um if there's too many I've tried it and you're just kind of clanking around I like to be yeah. really light on my feet and if you've got mm-hmm. too much gear you just can't you know leap over to another spot and get the shot you've mm-hmm. got to kind of drag yourself over there with all your stuff. So I like a a pretty Mm stripped-down setup.
0: And then you're restricted to what you can shoot. Yeah. And it goes from band to band, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. I've never quite understood that three-song thing. Like, it's (laughs) just the most ridiculous thing. It is. Um, And you ask people about it, and and for the most part, people just... It's a tradition, but it's a Mm -hmm. terrible tradition. Yeah. And it seems to be the default where people don't even know why Mm -hmm. and and oftentimes I've uh shot shows for performers and they're saying I want you to cover the whole show um Mm -hmm. and they give me the appropriate uh Mm -hmm. lanyards and everything and I'm out there and the fourth song there's like a hand on my shoulder and (laughs) you you show them the lanyard and they're like I was told three songs and you're like yes but I was specifically told the whole show, but it's just so ingrained in their minds that yeah. they, they want to Yankee out of there, even if you have the right credentials.
0: No, it doesn't make any sense. It, it's it never sense. made any sense to me.
1: And, and not to mention that, I mean, some of the best <laughs> shots are the encore shots. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's the opposite of, of the, the show. Because of the
0: emotions of the band?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone is kind of like it's the it's kind of like the victory lap, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone's feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they're a little sweatier, but I mean, come yeah. on. Like, that's not a big deal. Um, well, that's a plus. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, I I never I never post anything where people look bad. Uh, I, I want to show. Well, that, them that, looking good and that, feeling and, good.
0: Yeah, that that is in keeping. With the whole philosophy of Oregon Music News, I mean, I know it's your overall philosophy, yours, but yeah. it is uh, has been our sort of guiding principle. We've never run a bad. Well, we've won. We've run two bad, two bad reviews. Mm-hmm. My my idea was, why run a bad review? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I I I, I mean, I kind of have earned the right to write a bad review, but yep. I still don't do it. Right, because I've been around so long. Right, uh, but. You know, here comes somebody right out of college, and they think they know everything. And and you know, they this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Well, who are you? Who the fuck are you? Right. You know. <laughs> well, I think you know,
1: critics and fans. I I think that you know, reading something by a critic, they're they're sort of paid to be critical. Right. Maybe not paid, right. but they're they're coming from a critical standpoint. Yeah. They're looking for what's wrong. Yeah. I I if I'm a fan of a band, I mm-hmm. want to read something by a fan. If the fan says, right. "Hey, you know this album right. isn't their best," right. I'm going to pay more attention to that than yeah. someone who's just saying, "Well, you know, I didn't like it for X Y Z reasons." You know, my so.
0: first my first big gig was a television show in, in at Maryland Public Broadcasting. Oh wow! And it was called the Critics' Place, mm-hmm. and oh, they called me a critic. Uh-huh. So, anyway, so, but they would send me to like. Holiday Inns to to write write about six guys in purple velour suits singing "Brandy, you're a fine girl," <laughs> you know <laughs> that could be fun. But then you know, I, and I thought this is bullshit. Uh-huh. You know, and, and and what do I know anyway? Mm-hmm. And who who, and who who the hell am I? You know, mm-hmm. I just I'm just guy with some guy with the job who got the job right. Mm-hmm. And so I just stopped writing those. I stopped writing bad reviews. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, I would I would say, if you like this, then you'll like this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The only bad review I ever wrote, for, or no, or two two for Oregon Music News. One I won't talk about. We made up for it. But the other one was a a, a long-standing grudge against Ace of Base, <laughs> 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 and it was. It was a song called "It's a Beautiful Life," mm-hmm. and I had first heard this when I was a wedding and party DJ in the in the late nineties, mm-hmm. and it was the worst thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> and so I got I, I finally my I was finally able to express my anger, but it was funny. It was a funny story, anyway. So I, That's, you know, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. We, you need to, we always need to be as, we've always wanted to be as positive as, as we could. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I mean, everyone has an off night and mm-hmm. you know, they, that shouldn't be their defining moment.
0: Right. You know? And like, what the fuck do I know anyway? Yeah.
1: It's all relative.
0: You know, I mean, generally, um, music journalists don't know a goddamn thing about music. They don't. Yeah, I've, I've, you
1: know? I've noticed that on occasion. Yeah,
0: it's okay because, you know, music journalists don't write about the music itself. Mm-hmm. They write about the personalities A and songs times. they like. Right. And generally, I think if, if, you, if you like, if you have some interest in that person's music, you might want to read something about that, mm-hmm. ab- about them. Mm-hmm. You know, some find out some stuff about their personality or you know find out about how they wrote songs and stuff like that you know
1: yeah i think digging a little bit deeper yeah. if, if someone intrigues you you want to know a little bit more about what what yeah. shaped them that yeah. brought these things out that right. are intriguing to you right yeah,
0: yeah. not this sucks right
1: yeah <laughs> and it, it kind of goes back to the the thing about um you know if someone is into metal don't send them to a pop show to review it because <laughs> right. they're gonna they're gonna destroy it and vice right. versa Right. you know it- do it from a fan's perspective. And
0: Speaking of metal, have you seen Sidney Lewis's stuff? That t- the the eleven year old.
1: That's really cool. Isn't I that love cool? That. I was talking with Mike about that recently, yeah. and it's it's so cool that they've got this bond and they're going out and covering shows. Yeah,
0: but they're covering the metal shows. Real like, metal, like dark, real, yeah. real metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And he was he was telling me um, that he had presented a few shows to her to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some more mainstream stuff and the metal shows. And, and she was like, nope, nope, to the to the mainstream <laughs> stuff. She wanted to see the metal stuff.
0: I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I love those. I, we don't get enough of those. They're fine. You know, yeah, they're really, they're really fun. They're I really love fun, uh, fun, yeah. taking a look at those. <laughs> so did you start
1: out with a box camera? No.
0: Um, you're, you're, not no that you're not old enough. But
1: a right? uh, film camera. Um, yeah. Uh, what kind? Uh, uh, Nikon, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I think it was a Nicromat. Um Where'd you get it? Um, used at a camera shop. I was um, I was in college, and um, it was it was the one I could afford. And um, you know they're like you, tanks
0: because you yeah because you had an interest in, 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 in photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I've I've had an interest um, just sort of in the visual arts for a mm-hmm. long time since I was.
0: But that was your first you know. camera.
1: Um. Think That's so. a pretty good
0: camera for your first camera.
1: Well, I mean, th- yeah. But, I mean, I wanted something that was going to last. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. Oh. And, um, you know, shooting black and white film, develop- developing it myself. Really? Um, yeah. I think probably, I did a lot of stuff on my own, um, mm-hmm. but when I was in college, um, I started uh, writing album reviews and show reviews mm-hmm. for, the, for the newspaper. What college? um just grossmont college in san diego hmm. <coughs> and um and i thought well i'm interested in photography and mm-hmm. we need something to illustrate the article with so i started shooting concerts wow um you know go to the show shoot it try to remember the songs write it down right. go mm-hmm. into the dark room yeah. that whole deal do and you remember the fun. first one um i think the first one that i both wrote about and photographed was the silencers the silencers. They were, uh, I think, a Scottish band, like huh. in the late '80s. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Typical '80s band.
1: No, they they were kind of an interesting. Uh, they were sort of post punk pop. I, uh-huh. I I didn't know a ton about them, but they had a song on the radio, and mm-hmm. you know, part of it is also accessibility. You know, sure. if it's an up and coming band, and mm-hmm. the the publicist is out there, um, you know, saying, "Hey, anyone want to review this?" and like, <laughs> "Okay, hey, <laughs> I'm here. Let me do it." <laughs> so um got a few good shots of them i liked and um wrote a review i think of the album and the show Mm -hmm. and it ran in the paper and i was like wow this is pretty cool (laughs) you know and kind of got hooked there yeah 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 Yeah. so um and i moved up to san francisco Mm -hmm. um 92 and started uh, shooting for American music press up there. I was hmm. going to city college up there and mm-hmm. took some photo classes, had some really great teachers there
0: that um, what well what what, what 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 do you remember that that was uh, what kind of impact did those teachers have on you? Um, I think. Uh, there I mean there were some great teachers there were some not so great
1: teachers and you learn something from both right some you learn what not to do or what (laughs) not to become and others you Mm -hmm. become you know uh, you learn a lot more from I had a great editorial photographer um, teacher and he was a working photographer he shot for time and um, Mm. he just taught uh, an evening class um, just because he loved doing it Mm -hmm. and and rather than um, you know, giving us assignments that weren't really practical and mm-hmm. just kind of going through the motions, he would say, look, um, here's a realistic assignment that you might get from mm. Time Magazine or Newsweek. And, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to give this assignment to you, um, go out, shoot it and bring me prints next week. Wow. And then we would do a critique and, um, the, the critiques were really helpful. I, I had some teachers who would complain about, oh, you didn't spot this spot over here like who cares let's talk about yeah. the composition let's mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. you know exposure let's talk about all that stuff mm-hmm. uh john harding was his name and mm-hmm. he was great about that um so that was really helpful in in sort of being able to translate this interest into a viable skill
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because it was almost like working with an art director yeah um, so he, so he taught you style
0: that. and technique huh?
1: Well, also just how the business works. Oh. You know, if you want to go out and present your portfolio to someone Mm -hmm. and they give you an assignment and you don't really know what comes next, Mm -hmm. it's probably not going to go very well. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of laid that out for us. So that Mm -hmm. was really helpful. Hmm. Um, I also took a multimedia course from uh, Gillian Sproggins, who I think was Portland-based for a long time. Mm -hmm. She would fly down to San Francisco to teach that course every week. Wow. And um, she was great at, teaching you how to break the rules you know just get (laughs) really creative yeah Um, what kind of rules um basically the ones that I was really frustrated with with some of the other teachers yeah (laughs) you know the the, I, I had a teacher who was trying to teach us to do make photos do portraits that looked like 70s Uh, high school photos it's just like I don't want to learn that skill (laughs) you know and she was just like throw that all out the window wow here's some really cool stuff (laughs) and you can do whatever you want and also really really constructive uh, critiques Um, so I I Mm -hmm. think those were my two favorite instructors there who Mm -hmm. really sort of help you take a general interest and kind of hone it into something that Mm -hmm. you start to create your own style um -hmm. you start to uh hone your vis your vision a little bit
0: Hmm. Um, interesting yeah yeah um i was just trying you know i should have looked this i should have looked this up before i came out today but i was stupid do you remember the first thing you shot for us um or or, any, any any early shots I don't think so. I yeah, think no, I, I've,
1: no. I've, I've just been doing so many You're things just sort of for so many different people. One day. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't remember. Did, I,
0: did, I, did you did you contacted us or did somebody bring you in? Did Anna or um, a buddy of mine, uh, Jason Kaplan, who's done a lot of work. Jason for you. Kaplan. Yeah. I haven't seen him for years. What a nice guy and a good photographer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's doing yeah. a lot of work for uh, Oregon business right now. That's good.
1: Yeah. Um, That's good. So I think. We were talking. I think we were maybe at the Mississippi Street Fair and mm-hmm. we got oh into man. each other. And I asked him who he was shooting for. Oh, back
0: in like twenty ten, twenty eleven, twelve, somewhere, somewhere around that. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Used
1: to and he was just like, oh, "I'm shooting for Oregon Music News. You should talk to them. You yeah. should talk to Tom." So yeah. I think he gave me your number and mm-hmm. got in touch with you and said, "Hey." Oh
0: boy, Mississippi uh, Mississippi Street Fair. That was those were the days when we would have a booth at the Blues Festival. Uh huh. And then become totally, utterly exhausted. Yeah. And then, a couple of days later, have to open up a booth at the Mississippi Street Fair. Yep. <laughs> yep. I remember Jeez. that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Younger, a little more energy. <laughs> uh, those were those were good days. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and that's where you also met uh, John Rudolph. Yep. Love that guy. Everybody does, except for the people who don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and screw them. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so uh, um, when you're shooting now, how, how, is it, how is it different for you? Or is it different from you? Different from you? than the beginning? Yeah. Or different than 10 yeah. years ago? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean let's just, how has your work evolved? Um, Well, I think it's, it's constantly
1: evolving. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm always learning new things, yeah. you know, nuances. Mm hmm. Um, it's, it's so different from film. Um, oh, sure. You know, film, like every frame counts. And, and then mm-hmm. you have that as a reminder, the frames that don't look good. They're yeah. still on the, on, the, on the contact sheet. <laughs> you know, you can't just press delete and it never happened. <laughs> but I think, um, you know, I think they're, you learn from them, too. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You look at it and you're like, oh, overexpose that one. Maybe need to go a little higher on the shutter speed on mm-hmm. the other one. I in, the mi- in,
0: in, in the middle of your shoot? No, no. I mean, oh, okay, well, okay. well,
1: now with digital, yeah, because sort of you thing, can yeah. review it. Um, you yeah. have instant gratification mm-hmm. without a Polaroid, which is nice. I think probably every photographer will tell you this, that you overshoot. And, and it's easy to get. I guess on the positive side, you can take more chances. Mm-hmm. Because you can look back and say, okay, I got what I needed. Now mm-hmm. I can have a little fun yeah. you know, be more creative. On the negative side we tend to overshoot yeah and then you've got hours and hours of editing afterwards yeah. and you think ah, why did I do this you know why did I take <laughs> 10 frames of this when <laughs> two yeah. would have worked you know
0: uh, so when when you say have more fun what does that mean what what do you do what to, uh, to, to have more fun
1: I think um, you know there's sort of like the shots that that your client wants to get you know the kind of the shots the the iconic, shots uh. of the band uh-huh. the the shots uh-huh. that really show like who they are and what's unique and special about them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um which I love to do I love to get those shots mm-hmm. but then just playing around and getting something different you know mm-hmm. um maybe working with a little motion blur or some flash mm-hmm. and burn mm-hmm. or some interesting framing uh flash and burn like using what's that? Basically, using a flash to to freeze the performer and then mm. y- having a low shutter speed so you burn in some of the ambient light. Oh boy! So if you're in a situation where you the you don't have a lot of backlighting, you just have a spotlight on a performer, mm. and they're kind of floating in this in this nothingness. Mm-hmm. And I think if if you can burn in a little bit of the background, it makes it a little
0: more interesting. Did you do any of that at Picathon?
1: No, because it was mostly okay. day shows. Oh, all right. Um, but in d- it's great for, like, DJ sets and things like that. Because mm-hmm. the DJs, what are right. they doing? They're, like, looking down, twiddling knobs. It's right. not very dynamic <laughs> except for that moment right. when they kind of, like, pump their fist or something. Yeah, and you're yeah, kind of yeah. waiting for that the whole time, like, mm-hmm. all right, can we do this now, <laughs> you know? But if you can get that shot of them, uh-huh. you know, mixing, and you can uh-huh. get some of those lights there in the background and do a long exposure, and sometimes I'll even, you know, spin the camera around. Or really? You get those sort of cool Yeah. Lines, like when at night the the headlights... Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. makes it more interesting. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah and sometimes yeah. the lights go right across your face, and it's, you know, so uh-huh. you, you're taking chances, but you have the feedback of the digital right. um, to see, like, okay, I'm on the right track
0: Yeah. sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what it would have been like if you had digital years and years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that... Um, I think the instant gratification, um, mm-hmm. being able to check on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think if you pay attention to that, it makes you a better photographer because yeah. it's all about really paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, if you make a mistake, figuring out what you did wrong, and then, you know, reapproaching it mm-hmm. um, with with new information. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know. With film, you, you shoot it, and even if you develop it that night, you don't necessarily remember, like, okay, which frame was it that yeah. I tried this thing? Yeah, yeah. So if it's not fresh in your mind, sometimes you, you don't get the lesson right away. Mm-hmm. And I think with digital, you can just look at it and say, yep. okay, Got I need it. to make this adjustment. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you have brought with you a work in progress. Yeah. It's a book. It's a book, yeah. Like a coffee table book
1: yeah that's that's the idea it's actually um ideally when it when it comes out it'll be the same dimensions as an lp really yeah so you can just put it on the shelf with all your Ah. your albums you know (laughs) hopefully and what is it (laughs) um well the the working title is backstage on stage um and the idea is i've been doing this for a long time and i've done a lot of portraits of artists Mm -hmm. and i've shot a lot of performances and it's combining Uh, portraits and performances in a single layout so you've got like a backstage portrait of the person or something I shot for a magazine or a record company and then Mm -hmm. a live shot of them Um, so kind of showing different aspects of Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. Um, and because I've been doing this for a while some of the shots there's like 20 years difference between them wow it might be two portraits taken 15 years apart it might be performances you know Twenty years ago, twelve years ago, hmm. and last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that it kind of shows the evolution. Um,
0: you think aging rock stars a, that would li- like that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it shows
0: them when they were when they were younger, and <laughs> but then it shows them when they were older. Yeah, yeah. But well, I, if the Rolling Stones can keep doing it, you know.
1: Yeah, but I think that it. I think it's really interesting too to sort of be able to to see these things mm-hmm. in the same layout. Yeah, and kind of track um, track their careers a little bit yeah and um, the fact that it's got them on stage rocking out and mm-hmm. uh, and backstage hanging out or maybe like a more formal portrait session um, I, I like the concept a lot I've got a huge archive and I'll I was bet. going through it trying to figure out like okay you know what what hasn't necessarily been done before how could I, I mm-hmm. present this in a really unique and compelling way Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of what i'm working with right now but there's room for it to morph into something else too
0: there's some uh portland people in there yeah yeah dandy warhols yep yep back when there was a there was a real scene here
1: yeah there's there's a lot of stuff it's um going back to um San Francisco, I, I shot for Bill Graham Presents for a, about a decade wow. um, back in the '90s and early 2000s. so one of the, um, one of the things that they liked was uh, a backstage session of an artist before or after mm-hmm. the show. so I've got mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff from that era. Um, a lot of stuff here in Portland from mm-hmm.
0: 2005 on when I moved here. I wanted to get I wanted to to do that to get some backstage stuff. Uh, as a regular feature but the pandemic hit and then uh that was that
1: well let's do it now i'm for it yeah i'm absolutely for it <laughs> setting it up can be a little bit of a challenge but if right. we can maybe you know tag team on that places um,
0: like uh, uh alberta rose uh-huh they have a nice green room, nice big green room uh-huh you know
1: i think maybe uh, that's the next stage of it let's let's do it
0: i'm for it i'm for it yeah man um I've never been backstage at a Roseland. Of course, I've been backstage at the Crystal, which is downstairs. Mm-hmm. Same with Roseland, downstairs. why yep. so, that, that would really be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's kind because of... Because there's a very famous New York Times photographer. I can't remember his name. There's a documentary on him. Oh. And he was known for shooting th- th- um, Broadway theater backstage. Oh. That's what he was known for. Okay. And I don't know, he, he might have not want to appeal her or something like that. He, you know, it was really famous. Mm-hmm. I think he shot for the, for the times. Uh huh. And, um, well, let's do it then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think,
1: um, I think people love to see that stuff cause it's a stuff that yeah. most people don't get to see. Exactly. And, um, that's, I think one of the appeals as well is just showing them something beyond what they might have access to mm-hmm. and just saying, Hey, mm-hmm. here's, Here's what this looks like, and here's what goes on.
0: That's a that's really good. <laughs> it's
1: it's not always you know wild parties. Sometimes a lot of times it's just people kind of waiting around, like between soundcheck, right? And right. when they go on stage, and you know, yeah. hanging out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it, it it's it's kind of cool to to show a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah, you should
0: see the documentary. What's uh, do you know the I, name? I of believe I t- no, I don't know. I mean, I'll find it. But uh, TCM ran it. It runs it once in a while. Okay. Uh, it's really interesting, yeah. Because, I mean, this 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 guy was was everybody knew him, uh huh, and and he, and he had entree to everything. That's great. There's a lot of great shots that come out of that. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. look for that. Give All him, right. Well, okay. Send me the name. You're on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, any idea when the when the book might be finished? Um,
1: I've been. I've been working on, on off and on between a lot of other projects yeah. um, for a few years. I haven't done a whole lot on, on it in the last year. A lot of it is going through the archive and just looking at mm-hmm. things. Because things change with time, too. You know, you you, you sure. may look at one shot and say, oh, that's, you know, that's all right. And then you come back to it a few years later and go, wow, that, that shot really kind of defines an era for mm-hmm. this artist. Then mm-hmm. maybe you didn't see it, yeah. you know, at the moment. Yeah. So a lot of it is going through a whole giant file cabinet full of images and, and
0: sometimes some of these people have passed on yeah which yeah. makes it even more compelling yeah you know um uh i i remember uh you did, did you shot alan tucson at the blues festival didn't you yeah. yeah 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 there's there's
1: a number of people all of our photographers the, shot alan tucson
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah blues
1: festival. i think so i think i recall that <laughs>
0: and i put them every one of those galleries up
1: yep we were all lined up for that <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's funny.
1: I think one of the other things that I that I want to do with this is um, I've been contacting some of the artists and saying, "Hey, is there anything? Um, you know, here's the image that uh-huh. that I'm planning on using. Is there anything that you have to say about it? Like, do you mm-hmm. remember that yeah. show? Do you yeah. remember us doing the photo? Maybe that uh-huh. era, maybe that uh-huh. tour, um, and getting some feedback from them. And the stuff I've gotten is really cool. It's it's great to hear." their take on it um mm-hmm. you know years later like oh i remember that shot and mm-hmm. you know I, I remember that was in the new york times and yeah, yeah. you know that kind of stuff so yeah. i'm i'm reaching out to people to get um some of that commentary from them uh-huh. and i think once i get a little more of that that might be a little juicier for a publisher yeah um sure. you know sure. i'm totally prepared to to self-publish this but mm-hmm. I think if I can get a few more tidbits in there
0: um, and get yourself a I'll big advance a
1: yeah yeah, that'd be nice <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah
0: <laughs> I wrote a gross out humor book and I got a I, I got an advance which sent me to the Jazz Fest in New Orleans paid for paid for Jazz Fest for two weekends one year <laughs> that's pretty sweet <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd be down for that mm-hmm. okay boy Boy, enough said. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, listen, thanks for coming in. I really appreciate it. It's great to see you. You too. My pleasure. You know, we never run into each other because nobody ever on on Oregon Music News ever sees each other. Yeah, pretty much. You know, pretty much is right. uh, Yeah. And and, uh, which is too bad, but... Nature of the game. Yeah, well, you know, those parties that
1: happen every once in a while, you yes. know, those are good opportunities. Those are good. And those you throw a good, good. party, so. Well, uh, you Anna, Anna does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. Okay,
0: well, well, listen, thanks for coming in. I appreciate your time. I appreciate pleasure. everything you've ever done for Oregon Music News. And my pleasure. We always like to end these things by saying, That's entertainment.